see what time it is. Hi Forest Park, I am Elena Marr and I am here today with my good friend Lori Purim. If you don't know Lori, she pre-COVID uh, served faithfully at the front desk in our Forest Park office and she also helps run our Covered in Love clothing pantry. She is a really big part of our Forest Park community and I'm also so thankful to call her my friend as well. So welcome to the podcast, Lori. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Awesome. Well, I wondered if you could just start by telling us a little bit about yourself or sure. anyone who might not know you, maybe where you're from, how uh, you ended up here in West Michigan, and a little bit about your faith journey. Okay, I can certainly do that. I um, grew up in Springville, New York, which is near Buffalo, New York, way far away from New York City, because people say, oh, how's the city? And I said, I really don't know. I've been there only once. So anyways, then um, I went to college at Indiana University and I was studying to be a physical education teacher and I really wanted special ed. So I was fortunate enough to have experience during the four years and my student teacher um, was in Indianapolis and they had special ed children there and God was already working in the plan of me getting to Michigan mm -hmm. because my supervising teacher was in Muskegon to a reunion from high school with my one of the administrators I ended up having and they um, he was saying we don't have a special ed phys ed teacher and she recommended me which was a total surprise to me. So I get this call back in New York where I was working at a family camp, and they said, oh, well, there's this gentleman from Muskegon. I go, well, where's Muskegon, Michigan? I never heard of that. So they uh, invited me to come for an interview. So I drove here back in 1972, had the interview, got the job, drove back to New York, packed up my car, and came here not knowing anyone, just walked in and started this teaching job wow. and um, it was wonderful it was a special ed physical education with um, many disabilities of children and I did that for 19 years and it was the the best job you could have asked for then I went into teaching science seventh and eighth grade at Steel middle school so I ended up retiring after 37 years but in the meantime, my faith journey was um, moving along. I joined our church in 1976 when we were downtown. I was married there in 1980. And then I followed um, all along here to Forest Park Covenant. And I'm still here after all these years. It's my family. And uh, so that's kind of my background as to how Muskegon became my home. That's amazing. Yeah. Sounds like God directed each one of those steps for you. Yes, God has. Mm -hmm. I've been, um, since I was a small child, involved in church and activities and knew Jesus. And, you know, it. when I was younger, it didn't have the impact that it has for me in even the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, but God was always working. Yeah. Just uh, now I'm more aware of it. Yes, for so. sure. 
you are pretty plugged in here at Forest Park, so mm -hmm. do you want to talk a little bit about what you do here at church and sure. just the impact that Forest Park has had on you? Okay, the impact has been great because um, my immediate family, I have one daughter who is still living, but I've lost um, two children, two brothers, and my mom and dad within seven years of each other, so that was my immediate family, and it was rough, but at Forest Park, um, I was invited to um, do uh, visitations out to older people, which I just love talking with them and sharing. I also do women's ministry. I do send encouragement cards out and help plan activities that we have. I have been up till just the COVID working in the office one day a week and filling in whenever needed. I loved it. And the big thing is, yes, the Covered in Love Pantry, which I've been involved with for about 12 years. Um, Tracy Fritz, who organized the whole thing, asked me if I would take charge of it some years ago. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Miss Organization here <laughs> just loves organizing things. But also knowing that it was a mission that we were able to reach foster care children and family and needs yeah. that we wouldn't have been able to. Right. So... Um, church here is my home the staff is my family i'm very blessed once again to uh be here mm -hmm. so well we love having you here and oh, i'm so well, thankful thank you. for all your ministry well it's a god thing he's uh, he directs me so mm -hmm. yeah well i would just love to hear about your experience with covid over the past year just what that has been like for you okay how you've gotten through it and even how you have seen god at work through this challenging year all right well covid definitely came at a time when i was being scheduled for a couple surgeries and i had one surgery well what started that i god had me moving to a new place i was in a house that you had to go up steps now i'm out at rosie mound in one of the cottages and god led me there and there were just signs again that i had no idea i was moving and god said he put on my heart to go and visit and there were just uh signs there that said um, yes, Lori, this is where I want you to be because you've got to face some things ahead here surgically and physically. This is, um, so I moved in in May. I had surgery in June and, of course, the COVID at that point. So I was somewhat limited as to who was coming in, who wasn't. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of time for myself, and um, it went good the first month but then I had to go in October for another surgery and that of course put me laid up again it's like well where's you know the world's out there where am I sitting here yeah. but the best thing that happened was that I had time to really get into where is God in my life yeah. I didn't question it I just kept saying Lord I know you're making me better through these surgeries from arthritis that I can even be more productive in mission and my life from there. So I have my ups and downs, but I've been able to really turn back to God and just say, I'm trusting you. I do your will. I started a one-year Bible study program, and my eyes are open to things I never knew that were in the Bible that I can use. 
And in the COVID too, I had this release of being able to share with other people my values, my beliefs, how God works in my life. And even though I couldn't go out just talking on the phone and writing encouragement cards, it's like, whoa, Lord, you're, you know, I can't get to the pantry, but I can still do things that are meaningful to me and I feel to God. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we all have some frustration with the COVID, but yet I don't let those things pull me down. You know, we have so much to be thankful for, and we know God's in control, and it's all going to work out in the end when we end up in heaven, so. Yeah, yeah, I love hearing about how you found other ways to still keep serving, even with having surgeries mm -hmm. and being separated from people. God still gave you different ways to serve and to make an impact. Yes, yeah, it's um, it's been good. Yeah. I'm not at all you know, like, oh, poor me, poor me. Um, the surgeries have taken their toll, and I have two more coming up, one in March and one in October, and that pretty well takes care of the joints that need to be replaced. And then I have aspirations of doing some traveling. Um, I want to go to the Holy Land and um, just be there. I, I have such a love for Jesus, and just to know I was there. He was there. And um, I'm really excited. I think God is showing me the way to do that, too. So. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Well, we have started a message series all about the return, returning from times of exile and wilderness. Mm -hmm. And I know that you have a testimony of a lot of times of loss and pain in your life. So I just wondered if you would be willing to share with us um, just how you've returned from those times in your life and what you've learned through that. Sure. Um, I would say um, to start with, um, when I was married, my husband and I lost our baby at four months. I miscarried. Mm -hmm. And I became concerned, you know, we're getting older, and why don't we go for adoption? Mm -hmm. So we um, went through Bethany, through Jenny Scudder, and um, through some trials with that, there were up and downs because at first God didn't open the door for my three children, mm -hmm. Amy, Megan, and Chad. Another couple had them, but then that didn't work out for the couple. Then another couple wanted them, and Jenny would counsel, I'm sorry, they're still, you know, and I'm going, oh my gosh, Lord, what children, you know, we want three. I'd like at least one boy because I grew up with brothers yeah. and not a sister. And I was a little <laughs> scared with girl. How do you do this girl thing? <laughs> but um, I got a call from Ginny one day and she said, Laurie, those three, do you still want them? And I said, oh, my gosh, yes, yes, please. And um, she said, the other families didn't work out. They're yours. Mm -hmm. And I go, oh, my gosh. So um, within exactly six months, the children arrived with some friends that lived in Korea. And let me tell you, the day on when they arrived coming out of the airplane, and we waited and waited, and finally they came, and it was like I gave birth to these three little ones, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, and a six-year-old, and they wow. were just so precious. And my older daughter took to my mom right away. You could see that bonding. And the other two were, Chad just 
grabbed on to me. He was a three-year-old. And Megan's kind of like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> well, so we had, um, that was in December. And then uh, my husband was back, my ex-husband was back working, driving bus, charter bus. And then in October, or right before Thanksgiving, I received a letter from him, I want a divorce. Mm-hmm. And I, it was out of the clear that it, you know, and I was devastated. Here we just adopted these children. We moved into a new home. We were actually buying one. And he says this. And so a friend of mine said, Lori, if you need to get away to think this through, there was so much on my mind, and my mom and dad took care of my kids, and I went up north to a very secluded place, which I didn't know there wouldn't be TV or you couldn't get radio. It was very secluded in the woods, and I began to panic, and I actually thought, is it worth going on? You know, I I had a very difficult time there. So um, I really thought, end your life and I wasn't thinking of the kids at the time I was just so devastated with this and uh, I made a phone call back here Pastor Johnson was our pastor he said Lori I want you to come home and I'm with you we'll pray it was dark at night it was raining and Satan was working very um, much in at that time saying go off the road it's not worth it go off the road and I kept you know, and I said, no, you're not going to take my life, and it took about two and a half, three hours to get home, but I made it through, and I knew at that point God was right there with me, and saying, Lori, you had three beautiful children, Mm -hmm. and so we went through growing up, and then in um, 2009, um, Amy and Chad, my oldest and youngest, had been dealing with cancer. Amy was in Atlanta, Georgia. Chad's in California, and Megan's in Florida. So um, that was a really tough time. I I tried to divide teaching and being with them, and um, I didn't get to see Amy till almost the end of her time here. And um, they both were at Hartwood. And Amy came up with Megan from Florida, and um, she just was here five days before God took her home. Mm-hmm. And um, But once again, God was there. When Amy passed, it was very quiet, very still, and, and I just sensed her leaving and my mom waiting there to take mm-hmm. her hand. She just loved my Amy so. And then... I went back across the hall after Amy passed. I told Chad, who had been to see her. And so then um, March, um, Chad was still not in the end of, but I was talking with the doctor, and I was saying, Chad always said to me, "Um, Mom, I just want to know you're okay. I just want to know you'll be okay. And I talked to Dr. Elguire, and we talked, and I said, Chad keeps asking that, and I told him, yeah, I'll be okay. Well, I went to bed. I stayed in his room, and they woke me up at 2.30 in the morning and said, Chad's gone. Mm -hmm. And I go, what do you mean? Did he leave the place again? Because he did once. No, he's gone. Well, that just was like put me in total, um, like, I don't know. I, I just couldn't figure this out. And it wasn't like he was ready. So anyways, I, I went 
after them passing, I went through a time of why God, I, I really did go in exile. And um, then at Christmas, I found my brother the day after Christmas. He had died in his apartment. I found him. So with those three losses so close and being my children, which I, I, I couldn't even grieve. I went numb for almost six, seven years of not being able to share it. I didn't want to be around. I didn't come to church. I just was. Um, but then times changed and um, I began to grieve and I began to talk to God about it and he brought me back and he brought me back in a way that he has given me missions that relate to children that I can feel good about um, and that's why I think I've been so involved with the church God knew and um, I don't have that anger anymore I'm thankful I say to myself you should be thankful he chose you these three children to raise and he knew they would die from cancer mm -hmm. but he wanted you to be there for them for the years mm -hmm. and um, I couldn't be more grateful um, in that respect I miss them I'll never not miss them but I try to do positive things um, you know to help me through that yeah so yeah. you are such an inspiring person I just every time I hear your story I'm just amazed at how you took this huge loss in your life and just turned it into wanting to help others and to pour back into other people. Yeah, it's it's a God thing. It just I, I I'm just every day I wake up and I'm just amazed at wow God, what do you got planned for me today? And it's not always easy. I mean there's but I trust him. I do my study. I share with people and I just feel God is given me um things inside of me that just love reaching out to people, kids and older people. Um, you know, it's just where my heart is. Yeah. I, I like doing that. I love doing that. Mm -hmm. And I love growing in my spiritual life and coming back from that. It was an exile. It yeah. definitely was. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Lori, mm -hmm. and just sharing how God has been at work in your life through your whole life. It's just amazing to yes. hear how he continues to give you new guidance and directions. And right. It's amazing to hear. So thank you for being with us today, and thank you for sharing. Well, thank you for having me. Okay. Good. <laughs>